Here we go. Hey. Here we go. Hey. Here we go. Hey. Here we go. Here we go with someone who has impacted my life so much from the jump. We met at St. Louis University where she graduated with a bachelor's degree in biology. With that degree and her compassion for humanity, she pursued a nursing degree at Baylor University. And now she's working at the hospital of her dreams. And also, here we go with someone who I feel like is fam to me. I also met her at St. Edwards University, where she also obtained a, a bachelor's degree in biology. And she's now pursuing a career in computer science. When they're both not working, they live their best lives as dog moms, being goofy goobers and giving me relationship advice that I, most of the time, don't really listen to. I love them both very much and wouldn't be the person I am without them and my mom, of course, Maria and Ashley. Editing Alicia is back again. This time I didn't even, I started off bad. I just had to redo the whole intro and they did um, sing their favorite songs at the moment and I have added it to our um here we go with music Spotify playlist. So if you're on Spotify, please follow that playlist and you'll see um, Ashley's favorite song, um, Yogo Gani or Yogo. I need, to, I need to check. I need to look at the song, but it's the latest song by Bad Bunny. And then Maria's uh, song by Jasmine Sullivan. Um, and then my song by Snow the Product. Um, uh, right here, um, Maria is explaining her customer service experience. Um, but yeah. I, like I said, it's like a learning lesson, but it, it only goes up from here. I promise you. But the rest of the rest of the podcast is great. Thank you for sticking with me and back into it. Obviously, it was pretty traumatized from the surgery, and rightly so, but the husband um, kept worrying about, like, the smallest little things, and this woman has diagnosed generalized anxiety. So the husband is in there, like, throwing up all these things that he's noticing, and she's, like, catching on to what he's saying, and so I had to pull him aside, and I had to tell him, like, look, if you're, he was worried about her throwing a blood clot, right? And obviously, if, if you're throwing a blood clot, there's a lot of complications that can happen, stroke, heart attack, etc. Um, and so he's he's in the room, like, saying all these things, like, oh, she's having the symptoms of blood clot, like, we need to get this addressed. And so she starts going into, like, a full-on anxiety attack because of this man, like, just throwing out 
things that he don't really know about. And so I had to pull him aside and I had to tell him like, yo, we need to tone it down when we're in the room. Like, I'm not gonna go in there and be like, hey, you're bleeding out from this area. Like, we should be concerned. If you have something that you're worried about, you need to come to me and I can get it addressed with the doctor. But we don't want to send her into like an anxiety attack. We don't need it. And this man blew up on me. He was like, that is my wife. And I should be able to address those issues. Uh-uh. And here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I'm a very calm person. I really am. But once you put me into Raise from that. A to B, yeah. when I'm at B, I'm a B. Like, <laughs> I will knock your teeth out. And he was getting to the point where he was, like, turning in my face. And I had to take the deepest fucking breath. I swear I had 102% oxygen in my system. <laughs> I was breathing in. I had to take the biggest fucking breath to tell this man, like, if you have an issue with what is going on, come and talk to me because you're gonna keep her here in the hospital longer because she's gonna have an anxiety attack. Yeah. And then she might motherfucking have a blood clot or an aneurysm or something else because you stressing her out. Yeah. And finally, like I, we came to a conclusion, but that was a really bad experience for me because I'm like, you gonna send me from professional to ghetto real fast <laughs> if you don't get it together. Right, coming at you like that for real. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. So that was my bad customer service. Experience. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. What about you, Alo? Um, I feel like the most customer service experience that I've had has been like working front desk at Victory. Oh my god. Yeah, that was. <laughs> um, I mean, like working there, like great people, the environment, um, really good people and everything. But you know, sometimes patients can get really out there <laughs> like rude to the front desk and everything um but one experience that came to mind was when i had a, a patient throw a watch at me someone threw a watch at you <laughs> yeah. did you keep it right. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of watch was it i don't even know honestly <laughs> but uh no he um he came in for like obviously i can't say t- like anything yeah. about him but um he just came in uh, for his appointment. I told him how much it was going to be for his copay, um, and he was like, "Well, can I just uh, pay it another time? I don't have my my credit card with me." And I'm like, um, "Usually, at that point, we have to call our billing department and make sure that it's okay with them if we just put the how much he owes on his account, and then for next time he comes in, he'll just pay that as well." Well, I called billing, and I guess this is something that he's done before, so they told me. Um, that if I could just let him know, like, if when, whenever he gets home, if he can just give us a call and pay over the phone. Mm-hmm. And so I just reiterated what the billing department told me to him. And, you know, like you guys know me, I'm very calm. calm. Like, yeah. I just told him exactly what they said. And from there, like, he just, his mood just completely changed to, um, oh, you don't believe me that I'm going to pay, blah, 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 like, this and that. And then he took off his watch and was like, here, you can even hold this well um as like collateral or whatever that i'm gonna pay and he just like like kind of it was more of a toss at yeah, me but it landed like on my desk right in front of me and i was just like oh my like he was just like yelling at me and everything aggressively yeah from that moment uh, my co-worker uh who works front desk as well she stood up because she was like overhearing everything and got like grabbed his watch gave it back like slammed it back in front of him and was like sir like that's not the um the appropriate way to like handle this and she and she was just like um like that was very rude and I'm gonna call our um, uh, our manager or like upper to handle this and whatever. So we called our uh, 
I don't even know if he was our CEO, CFO, whatever. He came, he's a really tall dude, like six feet something. Like, who, that's, that's who we call whenever there's an issue like that. And he came in and just like asked us like what happened and talked to him and everything. But no, nah, that just escalated way too fast. Yeah, and it was just like, it unnecessary. Was just unnecessary. Yeah. Totally unnecessary. And what really pissed me off is that then they go to like the doctor and everything and they're just like the, the nicest people to them you know yeah. to the physicians but so rude to the front desk you know they, it translates somehow like i don't know yeah. people don't get it they don't they don't but it's all good <laughs> <laughs> still mad you didn't keep the watch though <laughs> I, I think he said too, this is a 300 dollars watch or some shit like that <laughs> when he threw it <laughs> or some shit like that <laughs> <laughs> Give me that Rolex. <laughs> Rolly, Rolly, Rolly. I like blacked out most of my bad experiences, and I kind of already stated like most of my bad experiences. But um, one recently that I had in my current job. So I work in a lab, and we always uh, get phone calls from either like nurses, like a charge nurse, or like the patients themselves, or even doctors. So. This this sister this situation was a doctor had called the lab asking um, about a text result that he saw for a urine culture, and the result so it's either they're positive for whatever they're negative for whatever or um, it's inconclusive and so we when it's inconclusive for us we send it to CPL another lab so we can see what result they got. He calls all angry. First of all, it's like six o'clock or seven o'clock is way later than when our text leaves. He calls up, say like, um, hi, like I have a result for this patient and I don't understand what y'all mean by this. And we were like, what, what don't you understand about it? It says it's not like a set result and have like a, like a, it's basically saying like it's not solidified mm -hmm. just yet. Mm -hmm. And so, positive? huh? Presumptive positive? Yes, it was presumptive. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it was presumptive. And, um, which means like, most likely, most likely yeah. But we're not sure. Mm -hmm. And so he called, he was like, what does, what does this mean? And it's like, it, it means what it says. Like, it is, and um, and I told them like we'll send it to the lab. We we send it to CPL to make sure like what kind of uh, result they get. And he was like, but it says this on this one. It says uh, presumptive on this one. Which one is it, sir? We sent it to CPL. We will figure out by tomorrow what the result will be. He was like, um. This ridiculous, like, uh, y'all should have more clear results. Um, I need to talk to uh, one of y'all texts. You don't know what you're talking about. Da da da. It's like, okay, well, it's after the text had, um, the text had already left. Come in or call before 4 p.m. and you'll be able to talk to him. And then he just hangs up. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> like, bye. Like, can't can't help you. This your this. You don't have to be rude about it. Yeah. And, like, it says it in the result. Presumptive. That should tell you something, you know? Yeah. Hate people, man. Yeah. <laughs> I swear. I love working in healthcare, but there are people in healthcare who are, like, higher than thou. Like, 
I need this right now. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like, what string do you want me to pull right. to be able to have this done? Because I can't do it. Like, it's so frustrating. I can only do so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's like um, a lot of people like order tests, and but whoever's collecting the test, they'll put it in the wrong thing. And so we're not able to test whatever we need to test. Mm-hmm. And so we have to call them like, hey, you have to redo this test. And they get upset about it. It was like, you should have put in the right the right <laughs> mm-hmm. culture form. Like, oh, come everybody, on. Everybody had this to me too. Yeah. Beautiful <laughs> bottomists that used to happen to me too. Oh, my God. It's like, bro, I just did what you ordered. Right. <laughs> you didn't order it. Like, how was I supposed to know you needed that? Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes I'll get upset with lab when I send something down and they're like, hey, you didn't put a sticker on this. And I'm like, can I send down a sticker? And they'll be like, no. And I'm like, no. And I'm like, I know it's not your fault. But <laughs> I'm going to stick this person again. Yeah. Or like, especially with the vaginal or rectal like things yeah. that you have to retrieve, you have to ask that patient to come back oh, and get it. Yeah. Like, I, I still want to know how that conversation is whenever somebody's like, hey, like, we put in a wrong tube, so. <laughs> you have to come back. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, just want to, like, move on to, like, have, like, people get to know y'all and how y'all got to Austin and, yeah, where you were born, um, how y'all grew up, whoever. Whoever wants to go first. Um, well, I, I came to Austin for school, St. Ed's. Um, originally New York. New York! New York! (laughs) She bugging. (laughs) (laughs) She bugging, B. She mad bugging. She mad bugging, B. (laughs) Anyways. She still got that accent, too. That New York accent. That New York ball, ball. (laughs) Paul. 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 And I mean, the weather here is fucking perfect. Sometimes, most, sometimes. Most times. <laughs> most times. Um, what were you like as a kid? Oh, um, I was quiet. I was very quiet as are. a kid. I yeah, I'm still. Yeah, you still yeah. are. I just it just takes me a little bit to get out of my comfort zone. But um, as a kid, yeah, I was like super quiet. Um, very much tomboy like I still am mm-hmm. I guess growing up with two older brothers like you kind of just want to do everything they're doing so they're playing video games watching wrestling I like always yeah <laughs> <laughs> you kind of just want to do that you know so then when it came to like doing what the norm I guess for young girls like playing with dolls and like makeup and all that shit I never got into that because I always just wanted to be with my brothers and just do what they were doing you know my mom she tried to get me to like get like play with dolls and stuff and I'm like no this is not yeah this is not what I like to do Nah, I grew up Sports. with my mom wanting me to be more girly always putting <laughs> me in dresses that I didn't want to wear make buy me shoes that I didn't want to wear because I always want to wear sneakers Jordans Nikes like whatever she um, still do that yeah she, she still, still do that. 
Not as much now, but yeah. I mean, y'all remember she used to send me like care packages, yeah, like wait, five different high dresses, heels. high heels, jewelry, and all that shit. And I barely wore that. She didn't do it anymore because she realized that I wasn't really wearing the stuff she was sending me. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, I was also a really picky eater when I was little. Dang, you still translate. Yeah. <laughs> like, now, 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 now I'm not that much. Like now, I'm actually like. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually like very willing to like try things before I just tell them. Like before I say I'm like not interested in it, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's how I was growing up. Um, it was cool. Yeah. Do you think you enjoy? Well, how long you were in New York? Oh, that's a crazy thing. So I spent nine years in living in New York. From like I was born in New York, and then at age nine was when um we moved to Connecticut. And then I spent Connecticut from nine to eighteen, so that's another oh, nine years. Oh, And I'm going on eight years in Austin. Dang. So we'll see if I surpass. Yeah, if I surpass the nine years, or if I just leave after nine years here too. What has been your favorite so far since you have like that equal amount of time? Um, from the three, yeah. I like Austin better. Okay. Um, New York, I love New York, exploring it and everything, but I don't think I'd be able to live there again, mm-hmm. just because. It's a huge city, and I'm not, like, it's, like, to enjoy, like, everything you can do there, like, it's so much, like, to, so to visit, it's amazing, you know? Mm-hmm. But to live, like, I don't know if I could live in a big city like that again, you know? Dang. I like, like, the smaller city life. Um, I wouldn't say suburban either, just because, you know, yeah. I, I need some entertainment, you yeah. know? So I think that's why I like Austin so much, is just because it's a small city. There's a lot to do, but it's not too packed yet. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's getting growing. there. That's probably what's gonna make me move off to leave off <laughs> all the people coming here. Yeah. Yeah. That's been cool though, growing up in New York. Yeah. What part of New York? Manhattan, Washington Heights. Oh, all the Dominicans are, you know. Hey. Dembo, 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 Dembo. And bodegas and everything. You know that song? Yeah. How do you know that song? for exercise for just like Anything. bringing the mood up yeah, just fucking put that shit on yeah, <laughs> yeah when I'm when I'm down I'm like, some, something like that because it, it like forces you yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that's cool and then if you actually listen to the lyrics you're just like what the fuck am I listening to <laughs> I know it's dirty 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 I'm nobody <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> 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 
I feel like I was pretty outgoing then, like coming out of high school. Um, <laughs> I was pretty outgoing. Uh, yeah, you uh, were. And so, like, uh, why are you laughing? <laughs> about all this shit in freshman year. Um, so I think I would have been okay making friends, but I'm glad. Like, it's almost like my friends were predetermined mm-hmm. by the LLC, and I appreciate that, and I really mm-hmm. do. Yeah. I really do. It was like a little family if you think about it too. Mm-hmm. At least like with the you know the group that we had there and even like the whole LLC too even if we like didn't fully get along with someone or whatever yeah. like it was still we still had that connection you know the, sure. the LLC for those listening <laughs> in Europe is a <laughs> <laughs> there is somebody listening in Germany what? yeah I, cool. I can see like people wow. like on a map on like this other website not Spotify but like there's somebody listening in Germany I don't shout know who out, it shout is out. Germany. Shout out to that one yeah. person in Germany. Yeah, in Germany. The LLC, coming back, uh, is the living learning community that we all got into where you live on the same floor as other people from like natural sciences majors. Um, I think it also included math, but ain't nobody major in math. Nobody major in math. Not, not, not on that shit's hard. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have to take math. I know. Uh, this bitch got five hundred AP. <laughs> you didn't have to take no type of math. No type of math. I was so I sad though. I didn't. I just had to take st- st- uh, statistics. I don't. I, don't I took calc. Yeah. I don't think and I had to take stats. I just had to take stats. And I had some other type that's of math. That's so hard to say. Yeah, that's why stats. I say just stats. <laughs> statistics. I can't say statistical. Or whatever. I can't mm. say that either. Statistical. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say uh, coming from like. I guess like uh um like my mom can be like very like in a way controlling over my life. Um what do they call it helicopter parents. Helicopter parents is that what they call it? I, I think so. Tiger mom. But um <laughs> <laughs> No, so I felt like I was a little sheltered in that aspect. Like I was very in that shell, I guess. And then when I came to Austin was when I like really was able to explore like who I really am outside of like what my mom wanted me to be. Um, so I felt like yeah, in Austin I definitely grew a lot. I learned how to be independent like fully because I was I was a little independent like you know back then because ha- like growing up with a you know uh, a parent that doesn't really speak much English, you kind of have to be independent mm-hmm. in some way. Yeah. Like you don't have like. You don't, you don't have, like, your parents to kind of, like, do everything for you. Like, you have to, if you need to set up a doctor's appointment or whatever, you need to, you know, help your mom do that, too, because yeah. she might not understand, like, certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, independent as in, like, I had to learn how to do laundry. I had to, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like, yeah. learn how to find everything here by myself, um, make friends outside of like, Connecticut because... The only people I knew were back then in like in Connecticut and all that. But yeah, I definitely grew a lot here in Austin. How did y'all like Saint Ed's? Like, what was y'all experience like Saint Ed's? Was it like something like y'all saw yourself? I mean, is it what you picture your college experience to be, or did you have like any expectations going into college or Saint Ed's specifically? We were talking about this yesterday, Ashley and I. Um, when I went to, I was visiting UT when I first saw St. Ed's. Um, my, my dad had taken me to UT to kind of like inspire me to apply there. And then he was like, let's just pass by this little school I heard about. It was St. Ed's and it was beautiful to me. And 
um, later on I spent they had this program where you would spend like a weekend with uh, people who already live there and uh, so I spent like a weekend at St. Ed's before I applied just to get a feel for it, which was a really cool program, and I think other schools should I do. I've never heard of it before. I yeah. Yeah. Really? And it I was didn't. so, so cool. I was like, wow, I want to be like these people. They were so open-minded, and I come from a, a, a family of educators, and so they were also very, like, liberal and open-minded. Her but dad is an encyclopedia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that library? Yeah, he is a library. Um, but it was just so eye-opening and I was like I have the potential to like really bloom here as a person and when I got to St. Ed's I really thought I I think I did I think I grew a lot I fell in love with biology even though that shit was hard um and medicine and health um and so I do think I got what I wanted out of St. Ed's the downside to it coming from a family who does not have generational wealth or wealth in general was I had to work and the three of us worked at one point I had three jobs like just trying to you know make ends meet and these girls did too like I think we all at one point had two to three jobs trying to figure it out and so that kind of took away from some of the you know college experience you're supposed to have I remember a lot of times like not being able to go do things because if I wasn't at work I needed to study and vice versa Mm -hmm. I still had fun Mm -hmm. but there was a lot of studying and a lot of working unfortunately I, I chose the the path of social life and <laughs> so I had no sleep, but I had a great social life and, a, and good grades. This bitch. She didn't even have to study. I would spend. Let me. So Ashley and I were roommates. We had opposite schedules. I would wake up early to study and do my thing. And this bitch, let's let's say biochemistry, for example. I will never forget. I would spend hours, y'all, hours studying biochemistry. One of the tests that I took, y'all want to guess my grade? Go ahead, guess, guess my grade. I feel like it was a 40 or something. Yeah, you, you told, you A know, 28. Oh. A 28 out of 100. 28 out of 100. And that was, that was in a 28, 28, 28, 28, y'all. The, you know what, what? What's sad about that? These were like four question tests with what's her name, Kopetsky, Kopecky, whatever. Yeah, a twenty-eight. That means I got three questions wrong, one right. Maybe, maybe one of them was kind of right. Ashley, all she had to do was think of the word biochemistry, <laughs> and she already had an A. She just had to think of the word biochemistry, and she already had an A. Me, on the other hand, I was writing the damn textbook. And I could not. I got a D in that class, bro. I got a D in that class. I had a D in that class, too. But I didn't have Kopecky. I had um, the other one. Healy. Healy. <laughs> oh, he was cool. Yeah. A 28, y'all, she, out of 100. Ashley's super smart. She's being humble right now. Yeah. She's being. I, <laughs> I just absorb information. <laughs> yeah, I clearly I do not. I was sleeping between all them pages in that book hoping to osmosis that information into my brain nope i would just like to say too for the record alicia thought i was dumb freshman year. oh my god okay well so the okay so I, 
my roommate, <laughs> I don't even have to, whenever they, so we were all living in the same, like, same suite. So, like, our rooms were connected by restroom, a shared restroom. And when <laughs> both of them first came in, they, like, introduced themselves. What? Maria introduced both of them. <laughs> and she actually was just, like, standing there looking around <laughs> while she was like, oh, my name is Maria. Oh, this is Ashley. Like, oh, okay. And then they walked on back over. <laughs> and me and um, my roommate, um, well, I guess, like, we're, we're on good terms now. Um, Victoria, uh, we were trying to guess, like, who's who. And we were like, who's the the short, uh, like, thuggish one? Because <laughs> Maria, she came in all black. <laughs> all black with the hood on. We were like, who's the thuggish one? I was like, I think her, I think she said her name was Maria. She's like, no, nah, that's Ashley. I was like, no, nah, the other one, the mute one was with Ashley. <laughs> that was Ashley. <laughs> so, but I apologize. I made up for it. I apologize for it. Yep. Yep. You ain't gonna say yeah. that, huh? <laughs> nah, she did. She did. <laughs> but I did thought she was dumb and you. Yeah. And then I got an, and then I got an A in our bio class and I and I pooped she myself. Pooped. She pooped. Yeah. <laughs> Golly. That was crazy too. Yeah. But um. That was with the ball of sunshine. <laughs> oh, I was with y'all in that class. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. It was, it was pretty much all of the L or most of the L's. That was a great class. Yeah, One of the best professors seen that test. Yeah, for sure. Is he still there? Did y'all see him? Did y'all see anybody? Uh, we no, we couldn't go into the building. Oh. It was blocked. Yeah, because of COVID. But Dr. Quinn, if you ever hear this. <laughs> if you ever shout listen. Out Dr. Quinn. Shout out Dr. Quinn. You're a real one. <laughs> planting soil with you. <laughs> <laughs> I had my first and last class with him. Oh, dang. Yeah, and St. Nuts. That's, that's. You destined. You destined for something. <laughs> Queen. You destined for sunshine. You destined. <laughs> All right. Um, so I have family here. I don't know if y'all really want to talk about like family and how do y'all enjoy y'all dynamic with y'all parents and um, <laughs> I, f- I feel like we all have like a different relationship yeah. with our parents. Different mm-hmm. but same. Mm-hmm. Actually now yeah. we're actually talking about this yesterday too. We were talking about the concept of having a like a familial foundation <laughs> and how the people that we have observed that have this like familial foundation have really thrived and have been really successful and I'm not going to call out their names but there's two people that we were discussing yesterday mm-hmm. who have who are very close to their families mm-hmm. it's like they can literally say like my parent is my best friend kind of thing and so is my sibling and we've noticed that they have really been able to thrive and they're they're able to like pursue their their passions and their like aspirations very confidently because they have this really good familial foundation Mm -hmm. and that's not to say that we don't have good families and that we don't love our parents and that we aren't close to our parents but it's more to say that there is a way to raise a child in this world, and I don't think we were raised that way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's like different relationships that you can have with your parents, and the the like 
the best example that I've seen have been with like these two people and I'm sure there's more that I can think of but sure. these two people mm-hmm. that come up it's just incredible to think that it's a family foundation yeah. that yeah. really creates like a good outlook on their life yeah and it's not even talking about like with like two parents like the like perfect family or whatever that you might be thinking of it's because one of the people that were we were talking about um was raised by a single mother mm. but um they have a very good relationship with their mom and and the rest of their family and they're just you know very disciplined very mm-hmm. focused on what they want um they have that passion that thrive and you can tell like mentally they're very uh healthy mm-hmm. in that and when you uh no uh i guess like what do you mean by a good outlook what is a good outlook on life like what do you I guess break their part down, define that. To me, it means, like, they can do anything without having, like, hesitancy Mm -hmm. on what is going to be my next step or how am I going to get to the next step because they know that their family is going to support them Mm -hmm. in every way possible. I'm talking financially, emotionally, physically. Like, they're going to, like, fully support them um, in that. And, again, that's not to say that our families don't support us, but... To me, it's like these parents went above and beyond for their kids. And it just, it was so healthy for them that now they can pursue anything. I mean, these people that we're talking about, they're not even in, they're not anywhere near their family anymore. Mm-hmm. But they still have that strong relationship. And they still have that strong mm-hmm. relationship. And they are not worried about, like, where am I going to go next? Or how am I going to go next? They're just saying, that's where I'm going to go next. Mm-hmm. Yep. That is what I mean by a positive outlook a like these aspirations can be pursued without hesitancy Mm -hmm. do you think that we do a good job as their kids with like trying to help them help our parents like learn how to love us i guess or teach them Mm -hmm. how to love us do we do a good job of doing that is it our responsibility to do that or no it shouldn't be, but I feel like at this point, um, in order to have that healthy relationship with our parents, we need to tell them what we need, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's really hard to do that, you know? It's like, yeah. I can't go to my mom and tell her, like, hey, you need to stop doing this to me and start doing this. Because sometimes I don't even know exactly what I need from her, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know she tries her hardest, like, I love my mom. She's always been there for me, like, supporting me and everything. Um, but she... I guess, like, the way that she believes she needs to support me, it's not exactly, like, how I need it, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, my parents, they, like, think, like, uh, money, they always thought, like, money would be the way, and that's weird because, like, <clears throat> we didn't have, like, that much growing up, but they think, like, oh, money will solve, like, any anything, so it's, like, just trying to accumulate this enough money to, like, buy a new toy or buy a new game or buy new clothes and stuff like that. But, like, all I wanted was, like, attention and, like, just to hang out with them. Mm -hmm. Basically, like, get to know them. That's all I wanted. Um, I mean, I'm still here. They did a good job of keeping me safe and all that stuff. I think for me, it's, like, a cultural thing, too. But then not at the same time, because I think um, I'm, I'm Mexican, and <laughs> my parents are, I'm like first generation in this country, so I was born here and raised here, and you would, Mexicans typically 
you are raised in a family you don't leave until you're married you are very close-knit you want to stay close to your family like you're not going to move to another state another city too far away my parents were like no ma'am you are going to go and you are going to do what you need to do i left home early um earlier and um they were really open with me like going and doing whatever i needed to do but in that in that they gave me too much independence to where I almost didn't even rely on them anymore. And that's not really a, like hyper into, I saw a tweet the other day. <laughs> that's a very, a very reliable source. Uh, uh, Twitter, 100%. <laughs> it's as reliable as Wikipedia. Um, okay. uh, yeah. It said hyper independence is a sign or a derivative of trauma. And I was like, that is so true. Hyper independence is a derivative of trauma. And it's true. Mm-hmm. If you want to fully yeah. want to, if you are yeah. trying to be completely independent from everyone and everything, yeah. you have an issue with relying on other people. Yep. Yeah, that's me. And that's yeah. Me. Stop calling me out. <laughs> <laughs> <Caught> out. <laughs> and be- I think because my parents were like, go and do your own thing. It kind of affected me in some way. I'm still trying to figure it out, you know, where I can't rely on them for certain things because I'm like, nah, like you trusted me enough to get out and do whatever I needed to do. I'm not going to rely on you anymore. I got it. And so I think the other thing that I was going to mention is culturally, too. um, It's hard to get things across to your parents like Mm -hmm. they were raised really differently. And in another country where things are completely different, too. And so it's it's really hard on multiple barriers, like culturally, and I guess in the level of trust that they put in you, is what I'm trying to get at. It's crazy how like um, parenting can affect like children different ways too. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at like how I am right now um, to how like my brothers are, like I don't know exactly everything that's that's going on in my brothers' heads. But um, like seeing like one of my brothers in medical school right now, you know, like he did he did that he had that passion that drive um, everything. So the way I see it, like he he might have better a better mental health than I do, you know. Um, And we were raised by the same mom, same way, you know. So it's like I feel like it also is just it's hard for parents because they don't know how their parenting style might affect that child if that's what they need or not, you know. <laughs> yeah. Truly, there's no guidebook to, to all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why I'm not? I don't want no motherfucking kids. <laughs> I need instructions on everything, y'all. <laughs> I can't not have no kids. I say like my my mom does a better like does has always done a better job than my dad. Um, my dad he's slowly now getting around. Like the other day, like when I had came back from Houston, uh, this was on Monday. I didn't text him as soon as I got here. I had got here like noon and then he texted me at like 4 30 he's like hey like you made it i was like oh yeah i made it i just didn't have time to i was like i'm at work um so i, I had to talk to you later he was like uh okay um t- he, he put ttyl <laughs> and i was like and like me trying to like i guess like show that i recognized what he's trying to do i was like uh thanks for like checking up on me and he was like, "Yeah, that's what family is meant to do, or something like that." And I didn't, mean, I didn't want to, I didn't want to talk about it. We're not gonna engage. We ain't, I ain't engaged, but <laughs> the fact that he's been trying, yeah, 
I, I'm trying to acknowledge that. Yeah. I'm trying to do a better job at that. And at this point, I just have to accept like whatever they're giving me now. Like I'm, I've been doing it by myself for so long. I guess I, that's how I feel now at this point. But my dad has definitely been doing better. And my mom has apologized for like. Cause she's always put the, her job because she she owns a funeral home and so of course like she has to tend to it more than if it was like just an ordinary job she apologized for like putting the job before me my sister and my brother and so like i appreciate that that she recognized that and that it's been hurtful especially to me and my sister since we you know we're a little bit older than my brother so do y'all see a change in y'all parents i guess i don't know if that comes with age age as in them getting older and like you know if, if you have siblings, like, y'all getting older? Um, I mean, my mom has backed off, off a lot. And <laughs> what? Yeah. I mean, I, I guess after the plenty of arguments about why I didn't go to medical school or why I didn't, I'm not doing this or why I'm not doing that, like, she still, like, you know, puts her two cents, even though it's not really asked for. But <laughs> she's, like, I guess, like, she's noticing that, um, like putting all that pressure on me is not really helping. Mm-hmm. At least I hope that's what it is. But um, yeah, I mean, she's still supportive of me. Of like, anytime I tell her like, oh, I'm gonna do this instead, it's kind of like she'll want to push back. Mm-hmm. But I guess like after a while, she'll kind of just realize that okay, like I'm, you know, still trying to figure it out and um, seeing like, yeah, like how I want my future to be like all she really wants and I know this is like all she really wants is for me to be successful and good so that if she's not there for me anymore um that I won't be in a spot where I still need her you know mm-hmm. and like I get that but mm-hmm. she does put a lot of pressure on me sometimes that it's just it can be a little overwhelming what are you in oh, I know Lord. you had like a recent argument with your parents I don't know if you want to disclose that but I mean, I can kind of, I can kind of get the gist of why the argument occurred. Mm -hmm. To to answer your question, I do not see changes in my parents. They, and I think that's the root of the issue with, with them that I have with them, is that I'll I'll agree to to your point, Ashley. Um, My dad backed off as well. When I was like, I'm not going to be doing this. I'm going to be doing that. Um, and and he also just wanted me to be successful. Mm-hmm. Um, he wanted me to like just be able to rely on myself, never rely on a man, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you you got you got you kind of thing. <laughs> because of what I was talking about earlier, of them kind of like letting go of the reins and letting me kind of do whatever I wanted pretty early on and giving me all this independence they kind of like forgot that they, I honestly feel like they forgot they had a kid. Mm. They forgot they had a kid. And I, that was a really big issue for me because like, you're the only child. I'm the only child. Yeah. I'm the only child. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say, it's, it's not that I had four other siblings right. you know, that they had to attend to. I had a dog who recently died. R.I.P. Yayo. Yayo. Um, you know, and uh, I just wanted, I th- also think I just wanted like, attention and like this like I wanted them to care for me and when I left high school and when I left home I realized like other people had that and I didn't and I realized in that moment that I needed it 
Mm. At, because before I was like, oh, that's cool. Like my parents kind of let me do whatever. Mm. I can do whatever I want. But then when I got to college and I noticed like parents um, kind of almost like helicopter, like being helicopter parents and always calling them and things like that. I was like, damn, I need that too. My parents have not changed in that sense. Um, recently, one of the topics of that I brought up to my parents when we were arguing was like, y'all never came and saw me in Austin. You lived how mm-hmm. far away and y'all didn't come and see me? Mm-hmm. Never sent me like a letter, never sent me a freaking care package. Like, <laughs> I know. I was always, I was, I was. You got one. I was I hope my four jealous. years of being at St. Ed's. And you still get them. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I have one coming in on Friday. And that's <laughs> So I was, you know, and it's, it's not like, I'm not saying like that is all I needed, but it was just like an expression of like, hey, I'm thinking about you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. If I don't call my parents, we don't talk. If I don't go see my parents, I don't see them. I hadn't seen them since Thanksgiving and I saw them last, last week. Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen them since Thanksgiving. And that's not because of COVID because we all got vaccinated and shit. <laughs> um, yeah. It's because like they didn't, they haven't put in the effort to come see me, and I of course have to take off work, have to schedule my schedule to go to and drive, fourteen hours to go see them, and then one of the reasons why we were arguing was because of that. I mean, other things too, but mm-hmm. they're just so set in their ways. And again, I think it might be cultural where like you don't confront your parents and you don't tell them like this is what you're doing wrong. Mm-hmm. You don't do that. Yeah. You don't tell a black woman either. <laughs> like, yeah. What you doing wrong? But she'll get defensive at first, but then she'll come around. And <laughs> yeah. No. But at, at some point, like, at some point, that you that needs to stop. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're people. Just mm-hmm. because they're parents doesn't mean they're not people, and they can't listen to you. That's true. They're people, they're so young. you need to call them out. Yeah. And you need to let them know, like, this is what I needed, and this is what I need. This is what you lacked in, and this is what I'm asking for. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. And the the root of the argument too was like. I'm telling you what I what I need and you're not picking up what I'm putting down. Yeah. <laughs> the, like the first thing out their mouth is like arguments back and I'm like, are you not listening to your only child telling you, come see me every once in a while? Yeah. What is there to argue about that? Yeah. Yeah. What is there to argue about that? Yeah. They they stubborn as fuck. <laughs> and I guess I got that from them too, because we was just going back and forth and finally I left because I was like Look, if I'm going to be upset, I'm going to be upset in my own space. I'm not going to be in your house. I could be in my house being angry as fuck doing my laundry. <laughs> Aggressively folding. Oh, yeah. That's when I do my best laundry when I'm angry. <laughs> but family, y'all. Okay. Family. Family. It, it takes a lot. It takes a lot. Yeah. You definitely have to, like, like I was saying the other day, it's like, it's like a form of growing pains. Mm-hmm. You just have to find a middle ground and you can't force nobody to really do what you need them to do you have to like give them time to reflect on it and they'll they'll decide when they're going to do it they're going to do it but just gotta like find a point where they can reciprocate i guess it'll take a while yeah my parents they my mom she's 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 already done it my dad he's doing it now that's good that's good the fact that they're willing to change for you, that's, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. That's important. And I, my brother had it so good. Like, he didn't have to do it. He doesn't have to do it any of this stuff. It's just me and my sister. And it's, yeah. But he's going to have his own growing pains, too, though. Yeah, he is. He is. He will. 
Is there any advice that y'all parents have? I want I want this to be the last thing I'll talk about with the parents thing. Um, any advice like y'all parents have given you that you still carry with you? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, y'all want to share like what? <laughs> <laughs> They're making eye motions to each other. Like you go, no, you go, you go, you go. Um, one of the things that I guess like my mom has always wanted me to put myself first and never like rely on anybody else like as in like either a couple or um just anything like that just one of the things that she'll tell me is in spanish is primero tu or primero yo segundo yo tercero yo which means first me second me third me and that's just like telling me to put myself first above like um everything else just because at the end of the day you're the you're the one that's going to be taking care of yourself you know like she's not gonna always be there to take care of me and she didn't want me to you know get into a relationship and just depend on a guy or, or whatever to um take care of me and to help me with everything because um i mean <laughs> with her like you know raising three kids by herself as a single mother um i guess she just didn't want me to experience the same thing you know mm-hmm. she was um when she the first time she got married or actually the only time she got married um no, first time she got married. <laughs> my bad. First time she got married, she uh, was with my brother's dad. And when she got married, she was going to school to become an engineer in Dominican Republic. Um, I think she only finished a year before she got married and they decided to move to the States. And obviously, like, she can't just bring what she, like her education over here and like keep, keep it going here, you know? So she had to drop her education um, to follow her newly wed husband or whatever um, to the States and kind of make a life for herself here. And then when she split with him, it was kind of like, you know, she was in this country by herself. She had to learn how to um, be able to, I mean, we lived in New York, so there are a lot of places speak Spanish there, you know? So at least like she didn't have that language barrier fully, but there was still a lot of things that she had to like pick up on and everything to be able to take care of my brother's closure shot. Yeah. Um, so all in all, she just didn't. She doesn't want me to experience what she experienced. You know, she wants me to have a better life, and I think that's why she was always putting all that pressure. But yeah, that's always that's something that I always think about. Even though like I don't really do that, just because I feel like I still put other people above me mm-hmm. so I'm still working on it but it's always like in the back of my head it's, it's, that's human instinct though you gotta yeah. give yourself grace it's human instinct I think at least for the good humans out there to put other people above you um, but yeah she has a point it's important to put yourself first mm-hmm. for me my dad instilled in me that knowledge is power and my dad is one of the smartest men I know um, in a lot of ways, but I've taken, you know, what he meant by knowledge is power is like, get your education, do what you got to do, continue pursuing, like, always learn kind of thing, every day is a day where you can learn something new, and I really, at least now, I just recently went through a breakup in January, I think, or February, I don't remember, okay, it was January, (laughs) still, like, in that stupid ass town house <laughs> in the empty ass room oh yeah I remember that I remember <laughs> it was January that. yeah and uh, uh the, and it, it takes moments like that it was a heartbreak up and for me anyway 
it takes moments like that to like kind of push you into like a and first it's a worse state of mind and then it's a better state of mind so i took his words knowledge is power and i told myself i need to do everything for myself from now on like if you need something done you get it done yourself don't be relying on nobody else mm-hmm. you I'm know say, don't rely on no nigga <laughs> <laughs> period <laughs> um snap 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 <laughs> yeah no uh knowledge is power and so i love learning i'm a big learner that's I love education and learning, but I'm also trying to learn things that you can do on a day-to-day basis. Like, for example, the other day, I'm proud of myself. I know you do this all the time, but I changed out my motherfucking headlight. Yeah. I, I watched a video, and I got it done. I changed yes. my windshield wipers, and I watched a whole-ass video on how to change my own oil, oh. and I'm planning on doing that myself nice. this next time. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's the simple things like that. I'm not relying on nobody else, and I'm learning how to do something else. I don't want to just, like, learn you know things that you can pick up in a textbook i'm trying to learn about what you can do on the streets like day-to-day kind of thing and that's why i love to cook and i love to cook because you can follow instructions and you're learning how to do things um but i also love learning about like how to be a better nurse or how to you know be a better public health servant kind of thing but now i know how to change a motherfucking headlight <laughs> that right there is knowledge and that's giving me more power now i'm not relying on nobody else to change out my damn headlight and that's that's an analogy for life baby girl <laughs> you <laughs> it really is it really is like you can do things yourself out there yeah sure you can rely on other people to do certain things sometimes that's sure. nice because you don't you can't do everything by yourself all the time yeah. and you need to learn so when right. you need to learn uh-huh mm-hmm <laughs> You need to learn when to let go and let God. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> you need to let go and allow yourself to be helped, too. The other thing that my dad taught me is dejate amar. Let yourself be loved. Yeah. Let yourself be loved. So knowledge is power y dejate amar. And that's still putting yourself first, too. Mm-hmm. Like asking for help and letting yourself love because you're, you're allowing that to happen in your life. You know? Amen. Like if you, when you realize you need help, yeah. Like. <laughs> but um, speaking of of that, I was listening to a podcast earlier today on my way to the gym, and it was talking about knowledge and how everything that you own, like if you own a house, if like your job, like all like material things and just stuff like that, that that can be taken away from you. Amen. But your knowledge, what you learn. That's, that's in your head forever, you know? For sure. And one of the questions that he had was, how much are you willing, like, if, you're, if you wake up one day and that knowledge is gone, like, let's say you're nursing, everything you know about nursing is just gone, how much are you willing to pay or do to get that back? Mm. Like, I was like, damn, that's, like that, that's true, honestly. you know? <laughs> that is true, though. Period. <laughs> Period. Per, per, whatever that is. <laughs> um, the two things that I get from each of my parents. Uh, one thing that my dad has taught me is to, like, is there's always two ways to skin a cat, or more than one way to skin a cat. Meaning there's, like, <laughs> there's different ways of doing something. There's not, like, one singular pathway to a goal, or like, one similar way of doing something. Like, you can do it in your own way. Um, just make sure, like, it's... It's the most efficient way of doing it. Do whatever you got to do. That's one thing. That's why, like, whenever, like, something fails, I'm always trying something different, like, a different way of, like, doing whatever. Um, It can be good or bad. (laughs) Um, And then what my mom has taught me is, like, 
she said it in like a in a biblical way. Um, she we were talking about like the Bible and stuff, but she told me like if you want to learn for yourself what it means, you gotta read it yourself. Basically, like if you really wanna, I guess it's like a similar to like a knowledge is power thing. If you really wanna figure out if it's true, if it's um the best way of doing something, you gotta read for it yourself. You gotta go after it yourself. So that's the two things I, I still carry with me and still remember and it's gotten me this far. The last thing I guess I wanna get to a more like a lighter topic, uh our lives as dog moms. Um, talk about your dogs. Um uh why what made you decide to get a dog and yeah, the first time they came into the home and yeah, whoever wants to go first. You got your dog first. <laughs> That's a fact. Did um, my baby, Ace and Mojo shout out. If you're, shout li- out to if you're listening, <laughs> you need to be doing your homework. <laughs> um, no, Ace and Mojo, uh, Lucia and I are uh, Alicia, yeah. <laughs> which y'all people call him. It says Lucia on there. It says Lucia on there, oh. but. I noticed, like, I don't introduce myself, and I don't know how to introduce myself on hey, the way that I... Yeah. This is Lush. This is Lush. I, this is Lush, and here we go. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. I might... I'll implicate that. Yeah. Go ahead. But Lush, or... Maria calls me Lush. She has her friends call me Lush. I, for, I forget her name <laughs> is Alicia. Yeah. I think I've called you that, like, literally... Yeah, maybe four in my, times. <laughs> in her uh, phone, I'm Lush Alexander. Like, <laughs> that's my name. <laughs> we'll go ahead and uh, Lush was with me the day that I got my boys. I think we just went to... We just went to look. I don't think went you were to look. on yeah. getting any doll, let alone two. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Yeah, I saw them, and I really liked them. And we sat... We sat and played with them. We sat while. and played with them. But the reason why we sat in that room, I don't know if you remember, is because there was a line... To check out there was like a line to to pass the adoption oh, stuff yeah and i didn't want anybody else to get them we so we sat in that room, room. <laughs> basically yeah we, we sat in that room for three hours Jesus Christ. and when i when we got up when That's they slow. called me to let me know like hey you're you're up for like the adoption screening they told me uh one of the dogs is about to be adopted uh so you can only take the other one and i was like oh okay so i was like what and then the guy was like, "Oh, never mind. They don't, um, they don't want him because he has heart uh, heartworms. This is Ace, problematic Ace. Um, <laughs> old man Ace. Old man Ace. <laughs> even though he's not the oldest one, they're twins. <laughs> uh, yeah, they were like, they don't want to take him because he has heartworm. And I was, and he was like, but they can only go as a pair. And in that moment, I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna take both. And they're brothers, they're litter mates, as they call it." Uh, which I do not like that term. I like the term brother. brother. Yeah, so I got them that day, and my life has been chaos ever since. But <laughs> they're honestly the best thing that could have happened to me in that in that time. They fit your lifestyle too. They fit my lifestyle. They're lazy as fuck. Like just like <laughs> me. I don't work out. I don't do anything, and they don't like to do anything either. So it worked out. Um, oh yeah. So they're both border collie mixes. Did I say that right? Okay, border collie mixes. Um, and they are one of them is Ace. He we call him Old Man Ace or Big Dick Ace because he got a big he Ace. Got a big dick. He got a big <laughs> dick. I'm very proud of him. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's a. If I could translate him into a human type, he would be like a. He would be like a 
British man who knows a lot and is lazy, who has a pipe and like very round glasses. Um, he is so funny. He's incredibly lazy. He's very fat. He's, He's not that fat. He is fatter. He, he slimmed down a little bit. He slimmed he, down, I guess. We but call him Cho-Cho sometimes. Cho-Cho for yeah, chorizo. Like Choo-choo, Cho-Cho. Or Chode. Chode dog. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's, he's a little chunky, but he's funny. Um, he, they don't, they're not like Border Collies at all. They don't have the energy of a Border Collie. You don't got the same. Not, not even, bro. Yeah, he's starting to get old, too. Mojo, on the other hand, is the dumb one. He, um... He's real silly, real clumsy. Uh, very, they're both really fast dogs. Anyway, I think that's not really important. I think the important thing is that they, I, I feel like animals are so life saving. Um, I feel like they got me through a lot of my low points, mm-hmm. especially oh my god, especially recently. I thought I was gonna have to lose them and have to give them to my parents so I could move after this breakup because I live with this man in a house. Uh, and I was gonna have to take him into like an apartment and it was just gonna be I thought it was gonna be a hassle mm-hmm. but no they they stayed with me in there sometimes I feel like they're my backbone mm-hmm. keep me grounded for sure and they're approved ESAs emotional support animals oh, wow. they are prescribed to me now <laughs> so I think that's pretty cool they're really good dogs they have a lot of work that needs to be done with them but, <laughs> but they're really good dogs no, 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 I don't know. I don't know, the I don't know where story. you guys. I don't know where you guys you were. With Lindsay, right? <laughs> yeah, I went yeah. with Lindsay. Yeah. But uh, I saw that, and they were only gonna have like a few dogs there, obviously, because they have. It was like a truck with like uh, maybe like six kennels, and that's where they had all the pups. But um, I texted my friend six. Lindsay and six. was like, "Hey, you want to come? Um, Wait. Like possibly adopt a dog with me?" And she's like, "Sure." And I mean, I've gone to the animal shelter like a few times before because I was already thinking about getting a dog for a while um and i just never came out with a a dog like to adopt one but this time we went um we were looking at all all the dogs from the outside and i saw none and he was just like this cute he was he wasn't even small either yeah but i like saw him he's brindle um he's a greyhound mix and i was like i want him (laughs) and so they let they took him out of the kennel and let um let me play with him for a little bit um and the whole adoption process was super easy. It was a free adoption too. Um, but yeah, like they let him, they let me take him home that day. And I, I, he was so like he wasn't small, but he was small enough that I was still able to carry him like to yeah. the car. Uh, and I like sat him in my lap and everything, and or Lindsay's lap. Yeah, no, <laughs> he's huge now. He he's up. he's probably like 75, 80 pounds now. Because he got a little little chubby, as you saw yesterday. Dang. He a sausage, bro. Really? Yeah, he got a little chubby. Uh, <laughs> it's because from going like from a house to an apartment, like yeah. they just don't. He doesn't run as much. He used to run in the backyard all the time, just going back and forth with the fence. Mm-hmm. I will say though, when I got him, I probably should not have gotten a dog. <laughs> Hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> I'm agree. Yeah. yeah, I I definitely got him in a time where I 
like, yeah, I shouldn't have gotten a dog. Um, I wasn't prepared for it. I thought I was, but I wasn't. Um, definitely wasn't responsible enough for it. Her social life was prime, y'all. Yeah. Going out four days a week? How you do that? Um, but yeah, now like I was going out a lot. I was, I think I was just like more focused on, yeah, my social life and just kind of enjoying my youth. Um, it was after we graduated, so yeah, yeah, it was the, yeah, the year we graduated. I got him in September, we had just graduated in May, but yeah, I just, I just wanted a dog and I got one, definitely kind of just like at a whim. So even though I shouldn't have at that point, I'm glad I did just because, like Maria said, like he's my backbone, he's my best friend. Like he's, you know, super energetic and everything, very loving. Um, the only like negative I have about him is just he's a little dog aggressive, but that's more on me too because I need to train him. And also like the dog that turned him like that though, he like he was never like that. Mm. No man was friendly. Yeah, he was, I used to take him to dog parks. Um, when he was a puppy, I used to take him to, out of, where was it, Aquarium Shores? Or out of yeah, Aquarium Shores. I would always say Aquarium Shores. That's what Christy calls it, is like the aquarium? I'm like, she did that on purpose now. Like, <laughs> Auditorium Shores, yeah. I used to take him to that dog park. And, like, he learned right away to for me to, whenever I call him, just to come back to me and, yeah, he was, he was a great dog, and one time I had him on the leash. I hadn't taken him off the leash yet, and there was a loose dog um, just came up to him and, like, started attacking him, like, pretty much, um, and the owner had no control over her dog. And so ever since that, that's when he started getting leash leash aggressive. So whenever he would see a dog and he was on a leash, he would always, like, start, he would he started barking at them ever since that point. And, oh, yeah, and I didn't know how to train him, like, out of it at that point, so I guess, like, from me not knowing how to handle the situation, uh, he started becoming more aggressive towards dogs. Yeah. To the point now where I'm afraid to take him to a dog park because I don't know how he's gonna act. Your nephews can't hang out. <laughs> yeah, all, all the dogs don't hang out. Because <laughs> um, Mocho and Ace are like that too now. I think Ace is just like, he doesn't wanna fuck with other dogs. He's at that point, he's like, I don't blame him. I'm almost there too. <laughs> I don't blame him. Mojo, he here's the thing. Ace is all talk. Mojo wa- will walk the walk. <laughs> Mojo will rip your ass apart if, yeah. if you let him. Um, I mean, none, so, none of Mojo almost got into that hell yeah. like, a couple times. A couple times they almost got in a fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like, post up, post up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. If, if uh, What's his name wouldn't have been here that one time, yeah. we would not have been able to break him up. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it was similar to Orion, Orion. and Nona's fight. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. So they don't Me and out. Orion came home. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> that time. I felt bad because I was supposed to take care of Orion. I was like, damn. It's all, right. it's all good. You know. Now we know. Now we know. Now we know. Yeah, but maybe <laughs> we should do, like, social distance hanging out with them. Where they're, we're all like on different blankets, like really far away. <laughs> we got like a fucking can and a string that we could talk to each other. <laughs> oh, it's cool. Old school style. Zoom at the park, all different parks. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Yeah, everybody knows. Well, y'all be hearing my dogs. Mainly, it's mainly Orion. Nyla be chilling. Um, yeah. But Orion. Um, 
I got him at a point where I had a really bad argument with a friend and the same the last time I talked to that friend was the first day I met Orion and he was like five months already um, neutered and everything uh, he was 30 pounds then he's like 50 pounds now he's a black mouth curve and um, yeah that's that's my homie that's my fur homie um, he He's a, he's a really good dog. Um, the only thing I wish he'll do is not run up to people because he's been threatened to be killed like yes. five <laughs> like five times. Um, and then I have Nyla, the, the same friend I'm talking about. She needed somebody to take care of her. And uh, Nyla's like, laugh. <laughs> She's a laugh mixed with a pit bull. She about 40 pounds now. She five like five months old um she we working on her shoddy got attitude we we working on her she's a good dog she's a a good dog like she listens and i'm glad she's food motivated because orion he wasn't food motivated he was more like i guess motion and prey motivated um so like toys and just listening wanting to like actually like befriend me um helped us out (laughs) <laughs> Nyla, she's like, I'm from the streets. I can do whatever I like. I can do whatever. I can figure out a way. But um, we're getting there. We're getting there. Um, but yeah, do y'all, do y'all parents like the fact y'all have dogs and like, do they treat y'all dogs better than they treat y'all? Bruh. <laughs> I'm gonna just say this. <laughs> My mom, when I first told her I got a dog, she was like why like why um you know get a dog like that's more responsibility and all that stuff my brothers call my dog ugly oh he's not ugly (laughs) um and my mom for like for the longest time too because she knew he was a big dog but she never met him i moved to connecticut for like two months long story not gonna get into that um and i brought noni with me obviously um we went on a road trip um and that's when my family met noni for the first time my mom fell in love with him, like absolutely adores him. Like she, whenever she calls me, she asks about him. <laughs> She'll say um, to give Noni like her love before she even mentions my boyfriend. <laughs> like she'll um, whenever. <laughs> whenever um, she sends her care packages, because she still sends them every now and then, she never forgets Noni. She puts treats, bones, like whatever she can on there. That's real. Um, but yeah, she just like loved how like tentative she, he was, like he is like with people, like he always wants to be around them. So whenever she was cooking, he laid down in the kitchen and um, he listens, you know, so she would tell him to like, um, like he would be there for begging for food, but if she told him like no, or like send him away, he would just lay down like at the edge of the kitchen or whatever, and just kind of just be there with her, you know? She loved how excited he would get whenever we get home. Um, but yeah, she adores him, like absolutely adores him. Yeah, my parents definitely like my aunt. Uh, my dog is more than me, <laughs> no doubt. Uh, my mom, when I was in nursing school at Baylor, my, it was a year program, so my mom took care of them. And it was really hard for her when I had to take them back. But yeah, this last time that I was there, uh, when we pulled up, they usually like will open my door and like hug me immediately, like when I'm like in the car, like I'm trying to get out, and they're like be hugging me. Nope. This time around, they opened up the trunk <laughs> and started hooking up on the dog. I was like, really? 
I don't know, 14 hours, my butt cheeks is stuck to these seats. <laughs> and you over here trying to cut up with the dog. But they're loved, they're loved. Uh, my, my parents definitely love them dogs. <laughs> Man, my, um, my mom is similar to um, Ashley's mom in the sense that uh, she, don't, she don't really like big dogs or like just really iffy about dogs in general. Um, we I, we had a, gro- a dog growing up, but she was a small Pekingese. Like she wasn't gonna do nothing. She, I mean, she would, she bit my cousin once. Like took a big chunk of his butt one time. But <laughs> <laughs> like other than that, like she doesn't. You can kick her and she should be fine. But um, no, um, I had told her like I got a dog. She was like, Oh Lord. <laughs> she was like, Do you got everything for it? Like she didn't really support it, but she supported it. And then. I had told her I was coming home one time. It's gonna be my first time bringing Orion, and she was like, uh, "Oh, okay. Uh, you got like his leash and his kennel, his cage." I was like, "Yeah, he's good." And you're like, "Okay." And she met Orion, and she was like, "Oh, he's really sweet. <laughs> like, he's really nice." Like, she uh, she was like, "Have he eaten yet? Like, when already feed him and everything?" And um. She she's still like if it were dolls the way that she pets him, but the fact that she pets him and still love on him is cute. Um and he we so I came home with him during the holidays and they she didn't like make a, a little food pack usually she'll make like either it's gumbo or like some kind of food package for me to keep to last me for like a week. She didn't even do that. She like, okay, this some turkey, here's some dressing. This is all for Ryan. Like, take it home. My dad was the same way. He was like, hey, like I have some leftover enchilada pie that your aunt had made. Like, here, give this to him. Like, oh God. And um, she was like, hey, like you left his toys over here. You want me to send it to you? I was like, oh, yeah, you can send it to me, I guess. And then she brings some more like snacks and stuff. Um, and then again, this time I have Nyla. And um, she uh, it was mainly my dad that was really like making sure they were okay. Um, but uh, again, she was like, oh, like they both like they cute and have like has she eaten? Has she like have you took her outside? And um, my dad's like, you need to give them some treats. And so he gave me like some money to go buy them like biscuits and stuff. Um. It's just been like that. Oh, like, I got angry at her because she wasn't listening to me. Like, she, I had let her off off the leash, but she wasn't coming back. And so my dad understood that I had to discipline her. But my mom was like, don't, don't kill Ali, don't. don't. <laughs> like, she's okay. Like, uh, come here, baby. It's all right. Like, trying to reach for her and everything. So, like, yeah, she, um, yeah, when they, when she calls, like, she asks about Orion and Nyla. Uh, she FaceTimed me, so she wants me to show them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she they definitely care about them a lot. They know. They refer to them as, like, her grand dogs. Where my grand dogs at? Where my grandbabies? It's funny you said that, because I was going to say, I wonder if that's a reflection of how they're going to be as grandparents. Maybe. I, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, I think so. That. Which, like, I'm, I'm happy about it. There's yeah. something weird about, like, not weird, but, like, there's something unique about that grandparent, mm-hmm. grandchild relationship yeah. yeah i already know when i have kids i never gotta worry about their clothes that's a fact my mom's gonna okay. be sending me like clothes like they're, they're gonna be newborns and she's already gonna be sending me a year year old clothes for when they get older they had a whole like, closet <laughs> 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 
a fit, a fit for each year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn. That kid gonna be loved. Yeah. That's yeah, I think, I think me too. Yeah. I ain't never gonna have kids, but <laughs> you, say you say that. that you, you say, say that, that now, now, but I think you would. You'll be a good mom. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that alright? Yes, that was alright. And he be chilling. I'm not even gonna lie. I thought that was me. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. He be chilling. Like a fan or something. No. Like, I thought that was me. I was like, I know I'm losing sense of my ass. I really am. No, like, and he be chilling, right? But if it's like me or Nyla, he'd be like looking over, like, who did that? Like, why y'all farting? And when it's come smell it, like, come on now. Does he ever get scared with his own fart? No, I don't think so. <laughs> don't they don't it, though? <laughs> don't they will fart and go like, yo, Ace this morning, he farted so loud. I was like, this man got a grown man butt. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, I could talk with y'all all day, but we gotta end it at some point. Um, so I have like some quick random questions. Y'all can take turns on who asked them first, or y'all. Um, you go for like speed round. Yeah, kind of like a speed round, something like that. All you right. Okay. Are we gonna do it together? Uh, yeah. You like? I'm gonna say the question, and then you answer, and then. Right, you answer, and okay. then we go to the next question. You answer, and then. okay? Yeah. Okay. All right. What confuses you? Health insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that the first? Right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say life. <laughs> I mean, health yeah, insurance but is health insurance. It could. It That's could one be. of the things I do not understand that I want to understand. <laughs> say my childhood too just because i don't remember like me part neither. of it me i just don't remember i think i blacked a lot of it out there's barely any photos too you can talk about that yeah all, <laughs> <laughs> all right um the last time you laughed hard like deep belly laugh Oof. you got a new set of abs i feel like i know your time what was that i can't remember <laughs> you don't have to cut this out. <laughs> oh! <laughs> you don't have to cut that oh, out. Oh god! <laughs> yeah, that's. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Is that uh, the same moment? No. Oh. Damn, I don't remember. I'm sure it was with y'all though, no doubt. Actually, you said some dumb shit yesterday that made me crack up. <laughs> What happened to that list of dumb shit I said? You still have it? Anyway, uh, I'm sure it was some time with y'all. Mm-hmm. I don't remember, though. Got you. Um, when the last time you cried, whether it was like a sad cry or like just a, a stress relief cry or... Yesterday? Y'all, I really cried. I cried yesterday because I was sensitive, but I was watching America's Got Talent. <laughs> And it was some Taekwondo like team, <laughs> and I really cried when they all got the yes. They uh, got four yeses. I cried. Oh dang! But Boohoo cried like crying, crying. Yeah. On my way back from Arizona. 
for me it was on Friday because of anxiety. Mm. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. That, that's tough. Um, and then finally, um, this, I guess it's going to be a lengthy one, but what qualities does Ashley like about Ashley and what qualities does Maria like about Maria? Um, That's a hard question. What qualities do I like about myself? Mm -hmm. I like that I'm loyal. Thanks. Chill. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of what else. You can take your time with it. Come back. You want to name a couple? I'll name a couple. This is introspective. <laughs> Kidding. I don't know if that's a word. <laughs> it's a word. Yeah, it's a word. It's okay, a word. Bad. I don't know if that you're using right. But yeah, <laughs> that's the part. I, I, I love know. using big words and not knowing what the fuck they mean. Um, <laughs> I, I look them up. Like, whenever I hear a big word, I look that shit up and then forget, like, two seconds later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My brain don't got the space for that, you know? Um, I was thinking about this recently. I love the way that I love. I saw a tweet the other day again. <laughs> it's one of my favorite tweets. Let me look it up. I just want to quote it appropriately. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name? No. Maria Totia. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> okay. It's the only reason I believe in love is because of the way I love. Hey. Amen. <laughs> Shout out uh, at just... <laughs> Underscore live 77. <laughs> She's the one that uh, that tweeted that. The only reason I believe in love is because of the way I love. I, 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 yeah, I agree with that heavily. With yeah. you and like with all of us, really. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I like the fact that uh, I love to learn. It's stressful sometimes. I love the way that I think. It can be, that can be hella stressful for me. I have like 17 thoughts going on at the same time. Always in deep creative and witty i don't know but <laughs> sometimes it's too much but i appreciate my brain for allowing me to think deeper than i need to sometimes i guess <laughs> um i'll say that one of my favorite qualities uh, about ashley <laughs> okay go ahead as a leo i need to take over this conversation uh, um, i'm just kidding i'm just kidding the big three first of all maria doesn't agree with astrology i don't believe in the stars y'all <laughs> I don't believe in the stars. I'm not a, I'm not a, I, look, here's the thing. I will learn about astrology so I can talk about it with y'all. I don't believe in that shit. I don't believe in anything. So. <laughs> what if someone calls you out for being a Leo without them knowing that you're a Leo? Would you start believing in it then? No. <laughs> no, because I do believe that I, I embody the, quote, Leo qualities of being like bossy or whatever the fuck. Um, I wouldn't say, I say bossy, bossy. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just that's who I am. I don't know. See? I don't know. Just because I was born in the motherfucking summer, you know, in a certain time of the month, does not mean that she's a certain she's thing. a Leo, Sun, Aries, Moon, Capricorn, Rising. If y'all couldn't tell, she got a lot of fire, but fuego, also like. Fuego, fire. Fuego, fuego, fire, So you can definitely tell that from everything y'all heard in this podcast. And then Ashley's is a um, Taurus sun, which I don't know how 
how I, how I did that. But <laughs> Taurus Sun, Libra Moon, and Capricorn Rising. Capricorn Rising. Oh, we got the common. same one. Got the same same one. one. Yeah. What I mean? Huh? What's that mean? Uh, I don't have the best. I don't know about Capricorn so well. I know like they're My very. They're very like have a certain way of doing stuff. They're organized in a way, um, <laughs> and then uh, they're very indecisive. That's all I know about Capricorn. But yeah, I don't yeah, know I'm about okay. yeah. Anyway, I like to discuss these things. I think it's interesting. I, I, How there's a whole community. <laughs> <laughs> was, I was gonna say, oh, the one the qualities that I like about Ashley. She's incredibly trusting. Uh, so is Lou. Yeah. But um, there was one time in college that you you like took something to the you were like I'm gonna take this to the grave with me and you like you were not telling me and I was like pressing you to tell me something and you were not telling me because you were real loyal. Real real loyal like that. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it was about or who it was or what the fuck. Yeah. But I that's was like, real. damn, that's real. That's real. Yeah. And Lush, oh my god. <laughs> Lush got the biggest heart in the whole world to her uh, to her demise many times yeah. Facts. I'm getting better with her I'm learning boundaries she, yeah well you're learning to understand your own heart mm-hmm. when you got a big heart like that it's easy to just envelop everyone and do whatever you know whatever you think is right for everybody else without taking yourself into consideration yeah. I think you're learning that a little bit more but you still got a ways to go yeah, for sure. And I sometimes we gotta tell you. Yeah, <laughs> which I appreciate. That's why, like, I I keep y'all around. Y'all tell me how it is, and y'all very honest with me. And um, yeah, I, I need that. I need. I don't want yes people around me. I just want supportive and honest people around me. That's what I want. Yes people. They're just gonna tell me, and that can that could be it. Could be it can go bad real fast. Um, but yeah. I'm glad I found family in y'all. Um, I can I can talk about y'all all day. It'll be a whole list. <laughs> like go right ahead. Go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot about me. It's, it's a lot of qualities that I enjoy about both of y'all. Um, I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, wait, uh, Maria is like your uh, very considerate. Like no matter who it is, like. Whether you're like the closest friend or like some random stranger, like she's very considerate and very like. Um, I don't know if it's empathetic, but like, can't easily see like somebody's other side whether she hates them or not, you know. I know she does that with like the people I be involved with. Mm-hmm. Try to get both sides, but she still like got my back in a way. Except for one person. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> and with Ashley, like she's very loyal, like very calm, like. Very empathetic too, like seeing both sides and so understanding. Like very so like understanding is crazy. You're a very good listener. Yeah. Thanks. You're a really You're good a very listener. Good listener. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, damn, she's such a good listener. I wish I was I could be that person for you. Cause you deserve like an Ashley mm-hmm. when it comes to that. Yeah. Oh god, I'm gonna start crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> all right um we getting towards the end of it um do y'all have anything y'all would like to promote anything y'all got going on like anything last words <laughs> your boho your boho only fans <laughs> i got an only fans 
I don't. <laughs> I do not have an OnlyFans. God, if I was, oof, <laughs> Lord, if I was just the slightest bit more confident, I would have an OnlyFans or be a stripper. You show your feet. You should, yeah, just my feet. feet. I got good feet. Yeah, yeah. feet. I got your little bucket toe. <laughs> 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 Don't make that come on my sausage, please. <laughs> um, no, uh, I do want to promote. I want to encourage as someone who cannot donate blood. Um, I want to encourage people to donate blood. Currently, we had a mass shooting here mass in Austin, shooting. and one person actually passed away recently. One person passed it. away. I don't but know there is a national. Day. Well, no, that other girl, she's paralyzed. She really? got, she's a single mother, five kids. Paralyzed. Dang, man. The two that were like critically injured, the one passed away. He was visiting from out of town. Damn. Rest in peace. Yeah. He was 25. Bad 25 foot, years bad, old. Bad timing. Yeah. Wrong bad. place. Wrong you know when they were fighting? They, they were, were just fighting. going back and forth. It was like somebody. Y'all need to read the, the story. Yeah. It's wild. It was these kids, bro. 17 and 16 year old. Fighting back and forth. One of them had shot the other one in Colleen the other day. They were both in Austin. So the 17 year old was like, What up? Pull up. Like, you want to fight right now? They start shooting at each other and, and hitting everybody else. Yeah. Oh my God. Dumb fucks, really. Yeah. You know what? Let me take that back. That is a failure of our society to these kids. 17 and 16 year old. Yeah. Someone should have identified. Something some something failed those kids. Obviously, mm-hmm. yeah, they had a lot to learn from themselves. When you're 15, 16, 17, like, you start to learn a little bit about more about the world, what's good and bad. Yeah. But someone failed to acknowledge that these kids needed help, and that's what happened. And how the fuck did they get a gun? Yeah. yeah. Gun control, bro. No, I mean, it, didn't they pass a law in Texas now that you don't even need a license to help? Yeah. I don't, I'm not even no. going to talk about it because I don't even know enough about it because I don't want to know about it, no. honestly. I'm so tired of all these fucking guns where they don't need to fucking be um, in the hands of kids. Mm-hmm. Literally kids. Yeah. Yeah. This 17-year-old is going to be tried as an adult, yo. He's fucked. Yeah. yeah. He's fucked for the rest of his life. From because the minute he's going to go into another problematic issue, which is like the prison system here in the United States and especially here in Texas where yeah, it's not focused on rehabilitation and improving the lives of people it's it's you're in these four walls and that's it yeah mm-hmm. and then anyway <laughs> I'm from I'm trying to say that please donate blood if you can there is a national sh- shortage there's people that need blood people who um you know aside from these mass shootings people who need blood on the daily basis um, and we have a shortage right now. And so if I could donate blood, I would, but I am not able to. I'm not able to either because my travel history. I just need to not pass out. <laughs> I, need, <laughs> I need to get my iron up. I'm anemic, so I need yeah. to get my iron up. But, so. yeah, we'll definitely do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ashley, you have anything you want to promote? Um, I just want to say I feel like Maria and I were talking about this yesterday, too. And it has to do with these kids, too. It's just mental health, dude. Yeah. Like, just... I feel like it's it's not stressed enough. I know now, like, people are stressed, like, just talking about it more, and it's becoming more of a conversation. But the fact that insurance is still, they don't, you know, consider mental health as a big issue. Um, some of them don't even pay for psychiatrists or psychologists when needed. And the fact that kids, like Mario was saying, like, 9-year-olds, 10-year-olds just going um, to... Uh, you know, like having like anxiety or depression yeah, or early, already. yeah, like even finding ways to harm themselves too. It's, yeah. It's tough. yeah, so it's just it's important, like for yourself, for your kids, just to focus on that and see, like, if you need help mentally, like, 
it's not just about um, getting diagnosed with something. It's, you know, like, sometimes you just need to take a mental health day. And that, like, once you start improving your mindset, I feel like everything goes along, like, in life, everything just kind of falls into place. Yeah. But the first step is really just improving that mindset. y'all for coming enjoyed y'all as my guests and um y'all have a good one bye Thanks. bye <laughs>